Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message. you but I love weddings all the single people is like I don't really care about it um but do we got any married folk in the house <laughs> hallelujah this is your husband that was your moment if you did not clap at that moment we have counseling classes after service um we love weddings, right? Like, I mean, I love weddings. Like, I, I love why? Because they, they have this symbolization of love. And we got some people that are engaged in the house. We got Ronnie and we got Brittany. They getting married. Hey, this going to hate. We got Kevin and Bianca getting married. I mean, we, we love weddings. Why? Because it's a symbol of love. And I, and I, I got to be honest, I love going to weddings. I usually perform a couple of weddings a year, and, 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 and I enjoy it for, for many reasons. They're secretly, I'm looking at the couple, and they're like, oh, we just love each other. It's just, oh, my God. I just, you know, like, like that falling in love feeling, and I get to witness it all, right? I get to witness it's like, oh, my God. He's just, he, you know, he's the quiet type, and I just like it. And then five years later, it's like, I can't get him to speak. And... And the husband's like, oh, man, I, I just love her. She's so expressive. And she just shares what's on her mind. And three years later, he's like, I can't get her to shut up. <laughs> um, but I get to see them, right? And they're like, oh, you know, I get to see them. And, and it's like, I do. They get to say, I do. Be, be connected in holy matrimony, right? And I'm looking at them. I'm like, they have no clue what to do. In the I do, really means. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I definitely didn't know what I was. I didn't know what I was. What I was doing when I said I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it's, it's, you say I do. It's just like, but, but guess what? When you go to a wedding, the food is good. So I'm gonna keep going to every single one and lead them to a holy matrimony. But I remember my wedding. Uh, as actually August 27th. 2011, I'll be married eight years. Come on, somebody, that's eight years. That's like, that's like three decades in Hollywood years. You know what I mean? Three, um, eight years married, and um, and I remember August 27th. I, mean, I told my, I, I remember when I proposed to her. I, and when I say I proposed to her, I just told her, "Hey, listen, we're getting married." True story. She said, uh, I need confirmation because I don't know what you're talking about. I said, no. The Lord spoke to me. He came to me in a dream. Made it all up. No, I'm just joking. That's how you get your game on. You know what I'm saying? Anyhow. So, so I remember August 27th, we got married. And, and guess what else took place on August 27th? A hurricane. And I remember Hurricane Irene came to Staten Island on August 27th, 2011, 
and we were so scared that we would not be able to have our wedding. And I, I remember Lisa was petrified. She's like, was this of God? I don't know if this was a God. Is this the right thing to do? I don't even know. I said, listen, woman, I don't recommend to call your wife woman. And uh, I said to her, I said, listen, 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 listen. I don't care what hurricane comes my way. We're going to get married today. I said, the Red Sea could stand before me, and God's going to split it because we're going to get married today. The walls of Jericho could stand in front of me, but I'm determined because we're going to get married today. We could be locked in the lion's den, but I'm determined to get married today. Even the rapture could come, and I say, hold up, Jesus. I do. Now we can go. Let's go. determined to get married and here, here's what I want to let you know on this Easter Sunday. This is the reason why we celebrate Easter is because we are the bride of Christ and Jesus Christ died to make us pure, to make us holy, to make us ready for the wedding. Hear this, he died on a Friday and the devil said it's over, you can cancel the wedding but on the third day Jesus Christ rose. Why? Because there was a wedding that was going to take place and he was determined to make the wedding happen. Come on, if you believe that in this place, if you're a bride of Christ, open up your mouth, put your hands together and celebrate him. Man, I tell you, the story we're talking about today is it's a wedding. It's a wedding between who? Oh, it's a it's a prophet and an odd couple because it's a prophet and a prostitute. It's a harlot and a hero. It's, it's a scandalous woman with a sanctified man. It's, it's, it's a shady woman with a sincere man. This is who God wants to marry. Now, I think about this, and I say, God, I mean, I don't get this. Like, why is it that you're making Hosea to do this? And I could imagine Hosea in his mind, like, God, like, uh, excuse me, God. Hosea. Yes, Lord. Hosea, I want you to go to Hunts Point, and I want you to find yourself. A honey for some money. I want you to go find yourself. A honey for some money. And I'm like, Jose, uh, come again, Lord? Yeah, yeah, I, w I want you to, no. <laughs> uh, you know, you ever, got, you, you ever don't want God to point his finger on you and give you a mission? You're just like. And, and I, if I'm Jose, I'm like, no. Like I, uh, my boy Ezekiel, you know, he got to see dry bones live. My boy Daniel, you know what I mean? Like he got delivered from the dead. My boy Jonah saw a whole city come to repentance. God, I, I know you got something better for me. Like I know you're not giving me, you know what I mean? Like you know, you're not sending me to Hunt Point. I know we're not doing that, Lord. I know, I know. Like let me go somewhere. I'll go to Nineveh. I'll go do what Jonah did. Like send me somewhere else. He says, no, I, I want you to do that. Here's why. Because I want your life's mission to be a model of my love for my people. I, I want you to go marry a, a prostitute so that you can illustrate the depth of my love when it comes to 
my people, because even right now my people don't acknowledge me as their husband and they have turned away from me, but I just love them. And I can't help myself but to love them. So I want your life's mission to be an illustration of the love that I have for my people. And I don't know where your background is today. I don't know where you come from today. But here's what I want to let you know because many times we have church or we come to church and we think for whatever reason that God is some um, disconnected being in the universe that has no consideration for humanity. In fact, he's only waiting for humanity to fail so that he can come and strike it with blows. And, and I want to let you know that only the opposite is true. God absolutely loves you no matter who you are. He loves you no matter what ethnicity you have. He loves you no matter what background you have. He loves you no matter what race. He loves you no matter how you were raised. He loves you. God can't stop loving you. This is a, this is a, listen to me. This is a, this is a so much kind of love. This is a, a so much kind of love. Like First John says, God showed how much he loved us. This is Easter, y'all. How much he loved us. By what? By sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life. This is the purpose of Easter. That God loved us so much that he sent his son to die for us. Here's the way John chapter 3, 16 says it. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He so loved the world. And many times we think that God kind of loved the world. And we think that God maybe by chance loved the world. Or maybe if you were good enough, God loved you. But what if I told you today that God so loves you? Like, you know what so loves you looks like? Like, like if you think about your children, I get a little like, you know what I mean? Like, I get a little, you know what I mean? Like, I get a little crazy. God forbid somebody looks at my son. They were, I, was, I was in Chuck E. Cheese. And my son bumped into a lady. And guess what? I've never wanted to fight a woman in my life until my son bumped into her. This is a so kind of love. Like God loves you so much. He, he doesn't kind of love you. If you get it together, maybe he'll love you. Maybe if you pray enough, he'll love you. No, 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 this is a, I love you so much that even while you're disconnected from me, even while you're doing the wrong deed, I still love you. Even when you don't recognize me as God, I still love you. Here's the first thing that God wanted to let Hosea know. And he wanted to let Israel know. And on this Easter Sunday, 2019, he wants you to know. That God loves you so much here. Why? Why, God? Why do you love me so much? Why? Why do you love us so much? Why? Why is it that you love Israel? Why did you, you telling me to love Gomer? Here's why. Because he is loved. God loves you so much. Write this down if you're taking notes. Because he is love. <laughs> See, that may surprise you. And, and what may not surprise you, I don't know if you know me, but I am not love. I don't. I appreciate. I'm flattered. But I am not love. Okay? I, I do love. I do love. I feel love. I express love. I experience love. I fall in and out of love. Out the last time was in 2011. 
Got to make sure, God, Lord, I'm not even looking that way. See, but God doesn't do love. You need to, you can, you need to, if you, if you don't, if you leave with anything today, leave with this, that God does not do love. He doesn't, he doesn't just show love. He doesn't just express love. God doesn't just give love. This is no ordinary love. See, God, God doesn't fall in and out of love. He doesn't just do love. God is love. And by his very nature and being, the expression of who he is, is manifested in this thing called love. In other words, to, for God to know you is for God to love you. Because the moment you know God, he automatically, you know love. And so because you know God, that means you know love. And so he doesn't disassociate himself from this one thing. Many things you can use to describe love. But to define God, many things you can use to define God. But to define God in his whole totality is by this four-letter word that we use in the English language and in the Greek it's called agape. L-O-V-E. We've dumbed it down in this world, but in God, he is love. Why does God love me so much? Why? Because it's who he is. It's who he is. I don't know, but I, I fell out of love. I was love bankrupt a long time ago. I couldn't love with my love. I, I stopped loving, loving with my love a long time ago. Lisa stopped loving with her. I mean, come on. If you marry Tarot, you got like 30% in you, boy, to love this thing right here. I'm telling you. I, I fall out of love with myself. I'm like, you are a trip, kid. But I, I felt I was bankrupt out of love a long time ago. I started realizing that I don't have the, the fortitude of love to be ate that, to possess that, to express it to people. And I felt I was bankrupt a long time ago. But here's what the Bible says. We know how much God loves us. That we have put our trust in his love. God, watch this. God is love. 1 John chapter 4, 16. And all, watch this, who live in love, live in God. Love is such a well definition for God that even when you live in love, you live in God. And God lives in them. Why? Because he is a self-giving. He is self-giving in his love. He is relentless in his love. He is passionate in his love. There is no external thing that can provoke him to love you. And there is no external thing that will prohibit him from love you. He doesn't just love you because you're good enough. He doesn't just love you because you're clean. He doesn't love you because you've earned it. He loves you because of this simple reason. Because he is love. And you got to know that I am loved by God. Because he is love. Come on. Somebody shout in this room. I am loved by God. I am loved by God. He tells Hosea, I, I want you to go. I want you to go, Hosea. I want you to go marry this harlot. I want you to. And Hosea, what does he do? He goes and he marries the harlot. He brings her home. And he says, hey, we're going we're gonna to have a happy family. I, I'm going to love you. And I'm going to love you. And I'm going to build you. And, I'm, and we're going to have a happy family. And the Bible says this, that, that a family and she gives birth to one child and now she gives birth to another child and now she gives birth to a third child and on the third child they, they finally find a sense of normalcy uh, man I finally find she, she's no longer a harlot she's, she's my wife yes that's it 
Now we can Netflix and chill legally and we could, we could, we could bring down the anointing. This is my bride. This is my wife. I love her. Now she loves me. And, and here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that one day Hosea is sleeping. And I can just imagine the imagery here. It's just wakes up and goes to kiss his wife, Gomer. And when he looks to his right, uh, Gomer, she's not in the bed. <laughs> Gomer! Oh, maybe she's in the kids' room. Gomer! Gomer! Oh, no, no, I can't. Oh, it can't be, right? Like, uh, goes into the the kitchen and maybe maybe she's throwing it down, you know what I mean? She's making that rope for you and just go back! Oh, no, she's not there. Oh, she goes, he, he goes, he calls her. The number's disconnected. He, he goes checks her Instagram because I'm gonna her account has been deleted. He goes checks her location. She is not even on the radar. Where? Go. Gomer, Gomer, where are you, Gomer? No, 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 this can't be. This, no, 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 Gomer. God, God, I know, I know that, God, I know that this, this cannot, like, this can't be that she didn't leave me. No, right? Like, she didn't leave me, no, Lord. Like, this is my mission. This is, I did what you told me, and, and here's what happens. Gomer goes back to loving another man. Ultimately ending her back into prostitution. And look at the way the, the Bible puts it. It says, then the Lord said to me, go again. Wait, what? Like you, you, you ever forgave someone and it took everything in your power to forgive them? It takes everything in your power to forgive them. And then they do it again. And God tells them, forgive them again. Like, God, I don't, God, I don't know if I can do this, God. Like, I did it once and they took everything in me. I don't know if I can do this. I, I'm good. Like, send me somewhere else. Like, I can't go back. I can't go back. And he says, no, go. You're, you're going to go back and you're going to love her and you're going to bring her home. And. You're going to express to her. And he, look, look at what it says. It says, go again and love your wife. She's not my wife anymore, God. I, she left me. She's done. She, she, she's gone. No, no. Go back and love her. Even when she is loved by another and is not faithful. Watch this. Love her as the Lord loves the people of Israel. Here's what I want you to catch today is that God loves you. Number two, write this down. God loves you so much that even when you turn away from his love, his love pursues you. <sighs> that was a good time to say amen. Go ahead, preacher. Take your time. God loves you so much that even when you turn away, his love pursues you. See, my love, I mean, 
my love, let's be honest, my love, like you ever had that goodbye kind of love? Like when you get your Denzel on? Oh, you won't leave me? I made you. You gonna leave me? I'll catch cases on all y'all. Like you, ever, like, you ever had that goodbye kind of love? Like, no, no, like, yeah, what? Even if I smell or have a hint of you trying to leave me, I will leave you quicker than anything. I mean, like, even if I smell you trying to one foot out the door, I'm out. Right? Because that's my love. My love is so fickle. My love is so conditional to circumstances. But God's love, he loves you so much. That even while you're walking away, his love is determined. His love is persistent. His love is unyielding. His love is crazy. Sorry, Beyonce. It's crazy. And it will stop at nothing. It will stop at nothing to reach you. That though you may wander, God's love never wavers. If you believe that in this house. loves you at your worst. He doesn't love you just when you go to church. He doesn't just love you when you do what's right. He loves you when you want nothing to do with him. He doesn't love you just when you're lifting up your hands. He loves you when your hands are stuck in evil. He doesn't love you when you're facing him. He loves you when you've turned your back on him. Because even when you turn your back on him, his love is pursuing you. And it's pursuing you. And it's pursuing you. made a bad choice three people are going to be honest great great and I'm and I'm and I'm 110 pounds we, might as well we're all doing this you ever made a bad choice like as like you when you were like 90% through that choice you were like oh this was bad <laughs> this was bad you know what I mean like you ever did that I, I, I made a bad choice. And I don't make too many of them, but, ¿sabes qué? I made one. And I remember, I, I thought that I was going to be a plumber for a day. And there, my, the water in the drain in my room wasn't going down. And I said, you know what? If I could preach, I could plumb. They both start with a P, I could do it. And I took the channel lock. Is that what it's called, Kelby? I don't even know. But the thing, and I took it and I opened it. And, and, and when it was, I saw the hair in there. It was yucky. Ugh, I took it out. And then I turned on the faucet. But I forgot to connect it back in. And the water, I couldn't. You know when you panic for a second? Like, you know that you're supposed to turn? But for whatever reason, that moment, you don't know what direction to turn it. And that thing is open, and the water just spills all over my face, all over the floor, all over the bedroom. Lisa's just finding out about this now. She doesn't know that this happened. And I was just like, why didn't you just call somebody else to do this? Like, and that's a, that's a simple bad choice, right? But how many of us know that we make some bad choices? 
some bad choices that we can't just fix with a little wipe of a mop. Some bad choices that we're like, we're, we're, we, we have, like, it's almost like if we've thrown up on ourselves and we, we look in the mirror and we're not even happy with who we are. And we say, oh, this is a result of my choices. And I just look at my life and I say, oh, God, can you really love something like this? Look how bad I screwed up. Look how bad, look, look, how, much, look, look how much trouble I've gotten myself into. But God loves you even beyond your choices. And here's the problem, that many times we don't know how to find our way. Let's be honest, some of us with a GPS, we still get lost. We still get lost. And we can't find our way. But here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is life. Now, here's the thing. That's good. But what happens if you, no matter how good the way is, it means nothing if you cannot find it. But the beauty about God's love that he says, I am the way. He doesn't say you have to look for me. He picks up the way and he brings it to you. And he says, now I've placed the way right in front of you. It's right in front of your eyes. So no matter how far you've run, all you got to do is look behind. And you will see that the way is pursuing you. The way is behind you. And he's creating a path right there for you. If you believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, give him a shout of praise in this room. his love hear me hear me nothing can separate you nor death can separate you no angels can separate you no demons can separate you no fear can separate you no worry can separate you. No power of hell can separate you. No power in the sky can separate you. No power on earth can separate you. No power below the earth can separate you. Nothing in all of creation could ever separate you from the love of God. He loves you so much that even when you turn away, his love pursues you. It's a pursuing kind of love. When you begin to understand the story, you begin to realize that, that the greatest problem that Gomer ever had was not her attraction to sin. The greatest problem that Gomer ever had was not being able to be a good recipient of love. You begin to understand that her biggest problem wasn't that she wanted to go sleeping around and she wanted to go be in the arms of other men. No, her biggest problem is she did not know how to be loved by the man that she had. See, the greatest problem with Israel is that they did not know how to be embraced by the love of their father. And so what do they do? They begin to believe the lie that they can find something in the arms of another that they could not found, find in their heavenly father. They begin to believe the lie that they are able to find something. And so what do they do? She begins to prostitute herself. And many of us, we like, whoa, I don't, I don't sell myself. But what if I told you today, maybe, just maybe, you are selling yourself short of what God has to offer you. We, not, we might not prostitute ourselves, but maybe, maybe we are selling ourselves short 
for someone else's acceptance and someone else's affirmation. Maybe we're selling ourselves short because we want more likes on Instagram. Maybe we're selling ourselves short because a job offered you something that you now think that you cannot find in fulfilling your calling in God. And so now you believe the lie and the promises that are made instead of of believing the truth of God. And so you sell yourself, you, you sell yourself short for less than God's best. And he tells Hosea, Hosea, I want you to go find her. Can you imagine that search? Can you? Can you, can you imagine what Hosea has to go through to now find Gomer? Can you imagine the messy search that that is? Gomer? Gomer, where are you, Gomer? Can you imagine the search? Can you imagine him going back? Where do, where do, you, find, where do you find the prostitute? Where do you find, oh, she's back at the slave block. She, she's back at the place of prostitution. She's back in the arms of her pimp. She's back in the place that she was bound in. Gomer, where are you, Gomer? Gomer, where are you, Gomer? And maybe he now has to, hey, have you seen my wife? Oh, like, yeah, I seen your wife, yeah, like, yeah, go, yeah, I know Gomer, you know what I'm saying, I know Gomer. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, where is she, man, like, yeah, yeah, she's over there, like, Gomer, hi, sir, how, how are you? Yeah, can, I just, I just came to pick up my wife, I just, <laughs> nah, bro, this is my property now. Nah, sir, 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 this is my wife, I have three kids with her, like, I have to, I have to go back home. Like she has, she has breakfast to make for them. She has a life. She has a love. She has the love to give them. She has to raise them. She has a future. Uh, just let me, ha- like, you're going to have to pay for her, man. You're going to have to pay for her. And watch this, watch this, watch this. Hosea ends up paying back for what he already owned. He pays back for what already belonged to him, his wife. Yeah, yeah. And the Bible says that he takes 15 pieces of silver and he gives her and some barley loaves and he brings her. Yeah, that's, that's my wife. And thank you, thank you. I mean, this is really my wife. Man. Thank you. She's going to bring her home. And, 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 and here, here's the thing, like, if this was me, this is the perfect time to give her a lesson How dare you leave me? You deserve everything you got, right? It's your fault that you're in this situation. It's it's your choices that brought you here. No, but look what the Bible says. The Bible says this. It says, so he bought her for 15 pieces of silver and 10 baskets of barley. Watch this. Then he said to her, you must stay with me many days. Wait, what? And be faithful to me. Do not have another man. I will be faithful to you. Hosea, your faithfulness was never in question. What are you doing declaring your love for a woman that doesn't deserve it? Oh, because this is the love of God. That even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Javi, this is Easter. 
that while we were in our shame and in our dirt and in our filth and in our raggedy self and in our broken, beat-up self, God didn't wait for us to get ready for the wedding. But no, he prepared us for the wedding because he loved you because he is love. Because he loved you so much that he goes after you. And number three, write this down. God loves you so much that he doesn't leave you the way you are. What is Hosea doing? Oh, man, he's declaring his love for a woman that should be declaring her, 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 her sorriness. She should be like, thank you, Hosea. Thank you for, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for rescuing me. But no, 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 no. Gomer is broken. Go Gomer is so beat up and scarred. Not only from the physical abuse on the outside of men that have mistreated her, but also the trauma that she has experienced because she, the choices that she has made to, uh, choices she has made that have brought trauma into her own soul. And she's beat up, she's broken both on the outside and on the inside. But what you, what you expect to hear, you don't hear, which is this big, big, long list of I'm sorry's. No, it's Hosea the one that's talking. He says, I'm going to bring you home and I'm going to love you and I'm going to be faithful to you and I'm going to keep on loving you and I'm going to be faithful to you. Come with me. Let my love wash you. Let my love clean you. Let my love make you it's then that I begin to realize that this story is really not about Hosea and Gomer. This story is not even about God and Israel, for those are shadows that were painted in the Old Testament. But this story is really about another bride and another groom. Because Hosea, who is a picture of Jesus, the name means salvation. name means salvation. And I realized that I was Gomer. And I needed to be rescued. And I was so stuck in my ways and in my arrogance and in my pride, I would, I would have rather died than return to the one I left. But isn't God so good that while we were still sinners, God says, I know you're too prideful to turn around. I know you're too prideful to repent. But I became a man. The Bible says he humbled himself. He left the throne and he became one of us so that we can become one of who he is in Christ. This is when Ephesians begins to make more sense to me. For in Ephesians chapter 5, the Bible says... Husband, love your wives the same as Christ loved the church. And he gave his life for it. He died to make the church holy. He used the telling of the good news to make the church clean by washing it with water. Look at verse 27. Look at verse 27. This, this, this absolutely crushed me. Because I never read this before. Like this. Christ died so that he can give something to himself. That's crazy. 
Christ dies, this is Easter. He dies so that he can give something to himself. What does he want to give to himself? A bride. Christ died so that he can give the church to himself. Now look, like a bride in all her beauty, he died so that the church, watch this, could be holy, without fault, with no evil or sin or any other thing wrong with it. Like, have you ever seen a, have you ever seen a bride try to get ready for a wedding? She takes about three and a half years. Let's be honest, right, from a little girl, she can't, she just can't wait, she just, she just can't wait, she, she just can't wait to try on her wedding. From the moment she's a little girl, the little princess wants to, to try on a wedding dress, a, a wedding dress. But the day of the wedding, she's getting herself ready, right? She's making sure her hair did, you know what I mean? She's making sure that her, her, her eyebrows are not the unibrow, you know what I mean? She's making sure that her stash is all good. And tell the truth. Tell, tell the truth. Sometimes your husband be like, yo, you woofing. Get something. Get something going. I've never said that. And you see the bride, she gets herself ready, right? She's getting herself ready because I, I got to be wedding ready. I got to be ready. I, I want to make sure that when I walk in the room, everybody pauses and has to take their breath in. Everybody's looking in amazement. And many times we act like a bride and think that we have to get ourselves ready for Jesus. But here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that he couldn't trust you to get yourself ready for the wedding. As a matter of fact, the reason that he couldn't trust you is not because he didn't believe in you. It's because you were incapable of it. We were incapable of becoming ready for the wedding. Because every time we try to get ourselves done and did and all that good stuff, we actually end up smearing over and over and over. We try to clean ourselves up. We try to remove the stain of sin. And what we keep doing is pushing it and we keep messing with it. And we try to clean ourselves and to no avail. We fail every single time. And so we give up, God. I'm never going to be good enough. And you think that you have to be good enough so that you can embrace the love of God. But I want to let you know it's the love of God that makes you good enough. I got to get ready. I got to make sure I'm good. And God says, no, no, my love will make you worthy. Uh, you're unworthy. And you think that you have to be worthy. But God doesn't love you. God, God's, God, God doesn't love you until you're worthy. God loves you and makes you worthy. God doesn't love you because you're holy. God loves you and then you are holy. God doesn't love you because you're good. God loves you and then you become good. There's no pit he can't pull you out of. There's no dent he can't deliver you from. There's no stain that he cannot wash. It's love. 
I'm like Gomer. And every time we approach God, we're like Gomer. I feel like I'm so far. I feel like I'm so distant. I feel like I'm just torn. I feel like I have so many stains of my choices and stains of my past and stains and, and, and I just, I can't even look and I can't even face anybody because of the shame and the guilt and the condemnation that I place on myself. But what if I told you today that God has entrusted himself to make you the pure and beautiful bride without blemish, without spot, without wrinkle, without sin, without any stain. It is God's love that does it all. And he says, listen, well, here's what you need to do. You want to learn how to get wedding ready? Are you ready for the wedding? I don't know. I don't know, God. I don't know if I'm ready. He says, no, you thought you were going to clean yourself up, but I came to tell somebody that you no longer have to walk around in condemnation because he now calls you blessed. He now calls you forgiven. You no longer have to walk around in your filth because he wipes you clean. You no longer have to walk around with the sins of your past. You no longer have to walk around in death because he says you are alive. You no longer have to walk around like a prostitute because today he said I'm making you a beautiful bride without stain, without wrinkle, without blemish. He is the bride of Christ. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God, love people, and love life. Kuhau is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to kuhau.com slash give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.